What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sheepkey Sheared Podcast, where we talk about people, popular culture, and politics. I'm your host, Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. So today, I know I mentioned yesterday that I had a special announcement. Well, it wasn't the special announcement that I was hoping for, because my computer decided to commit suicide. Either that, a new world order is after me. I can't decide which one yet. But in the studio with me today is my younger brother. He's a high school guy. And we're going to be talking more about issues we talked about before on the show, if you're familiar. But we talk about popular culture. And one thing that's very evident in popular culture today is the fact that men are afraid to be men. And that masculinity is under attack. That the effeminate man is praised in modern society and glorified and set up as an idol. And so the three main topics we're going to talk about, so I apologize. I don't have the soundboard. You have to just listen to my voice. But we're going to talk about toxic masculinity. Is it actually toxic or is it all a lie? We're going to talk about do we really live in a patriarchy or do we live in a gynocentric society? And the last topic we'll be talking about the death of chivalry. Is it actually dead or is it still alive and well? So I'll now introduce my brother, Joe. What's going on, guys? My name is Joe, as you as you've been told. Uh, I'm his brother. I'm currently a sophomore in high school, and uh, yeah, excited to be on the show. So today we'll we'll start off a little slow, but we'll talk about. So I haven't been in high school for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So my real question is, what's the di- what do you see in high school today? Do you see a lot of these effeminate men going around? Is it or is it all the fake news? What's what's going on? Yeah, I would say definitely more effeminate men. Um, if you look at certain studies, you can, you can tell you anywhere from 1950 and 1970, there's been a decline in masculinity heavily. Uh, about 100 years ago, it was about 1,000 nanograms per deciliter, and right now it's about a 400 per guy. So that's definitely a big decline, I would say. But I think the main thing that really separates the effeminate men from the normal men are is the... Uh, conniving and passive aggressiveness that many people do because people talk shit behind your uh, behind your back all the time you know and then you confront them they scurry away like little bitches and uh kind of annoying definitely and then if you try to fight him you're some other bad guy and i don't know why they're trying to erase that and eradicate that from the world when clearly it's been solving problems since the dawn of time so i think it's a very good point i think at the end of the day (laughs) Men, do we don't have the ability to fight it out like we used to in the old days. Like, Definitely. there was a chart I saw once recently about the 1950s versus the 2000s era of, if you wanted to get in a fight, for example, if, like you said, if you were talking shit, then you could just go up and be like, hey, man, like, let's go outside and let's fight, mm-hmm. you know, and then they could walk, they'd walk away most likely friends, or at least they'll have settled the differences and they'll move on. But that's considered toxic masculinity today. That show of dominance, that manliness, that aggression is considered toxic. Whereas the passive aggressive way of, oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go around and I'm gonna talk that, I'm gonna talk that shit, and then be like, yo, man, you talking that shit? What's wrong with you? You know, and then it creates this toxic environment of, oh, he said that, and then she said this, but he didn't say that, and it creates this really he said she said environment where nobody actually knows the truth. And so it just creates this big crock of garbage, <laughs> quite frankly. And I think that's the huge, that's a humongous problem because 
that's where we go into very effeminate men because they've just become very feminine with how they orchestrate themselves, how they talk, how they conduct themselves with being very passive aggressive, like he just said. Yeah, and I'll never understand as to why they would do that. Uh, if you look, there's been current and more current, I would say more current, U.S. bases in Poland. And obviously it's because of what's going on in Russia. And what's weird is there's definitely an inevitability of war with Russia. And it's strange that society would want weak men to go into that fight. Because obviously weak men make good workers, right? They do what they're told. They don't question anything, you know? But I think sometimes it's going to come bite them in the ass when we end up losing the people that have trained their men to be men since infancy. I think it's a good point. Also, when it comes down to it, the more you demonize something, the more it becomes more of a problem. Like, for example, when you talk about masculinity and how it's bad, men who want to be masculine will then be like, well, I want to be masculine, but I don't want to be bad. You know, but I don't want to be that creates this inner turmoil which then uses causes this rise in mental illness which is what we're seeing in culture today and when people are at war with themselves because they want to be good in society like joe just mentioned people want to be good society workers they want to feel accepted everybody wants to feel accepted and loved right but the problem is people don't know where they belong anymore and that's why in my opinion we're living in a very gynocentric society where women may not necessarily be the president of the United States. They may not be speaker of the house when it comes to government, but when it comes to practical policy and what we see in popular culture, overwhelmingly, the woman is in charge. The woman is the focus and the woman is who everybody is pandering to. And men are just pushed aside and we're supposed to just deal with it. Like, does that happen to you in high school? Do you see that happening? Like, like having to deal with it, not saying anything kind of stuff? Yeah, like, do you see that, oh, yeah, you go, girl, this is fantastic, and, oh, you know, oh, masculinity, uh, like, is that, do you yeah, see any of that, or is it all on the internet? No, no, it's definitely that way, like, there's this one kid in the beginning of the year who talked so much shit, right, and I knew for a fact that if I got into a fight, that I would end up in somewhat trouble, because I remember, um, it was very interesting how when I told both mom and dad of the situation, how they each reacted. Mom was like, oh, you should never do it. You shouldn't do it because, uh, you know, you'll get in trouble and then you'll, uh, you know, you'll get expelled. You'll only be getting your GED and not be able to find a job. And uh, when I talked to my dad about it, he was like, don't start shit, but don't back down neither. You know, I think that's, I would say you should start stuff in certain situations, but I would say overall. Um, that's some pretty solid advice. I think at the end of the day, violence isn't always the answer. I think it has its time and place, but overall, violence is never the solution when it comes down to it, with very rare exception, because we live in a country that thrives off of logic and reason. And being right, like, might does not make right. I don't know for those of you who are very familiar with philosophy... But that's where the origin of toxic masculinity comes from, is that aggression, that display of dominance. People like to lump homophobia in there. I don't understand that. I don't see what that has to do necessarily with being toxic as a man. I think they more associate it with if you act more feminine, then that means you're a bad man. I don't see that as necessarily being true. How, you're definitely a weaker man if you're more feminine. 
And you definitely need strong men for society. Um, and I'm sorry, I was trying to interrupt you, but adding on to the fact you talked about mental illness. Um, so this is what I was told when I was up in uh, Idaho by some nice people um, that the, you know, you know what the second biggest business is in the world? What is it? Antidepressant business. Big pharma, drugs. I mean, we saw that during the, the, uh, the bug, you know, back in 21, back when the, the pandemic first happened. Oh, yeah. We saw that that was what was pushed. It was drugs and drugs and drugs, not anything with natural immunity or anything else that would have helped. Exactly, and it's very interesting because obviously people are getting so much antidepressants and stuff like that. That's a big business. Why would they ever want to actually help you when they can keep getting money? And that's why the only way you can really help solve a problem is by doing it yourself. Because I feel like everyone else usually has some sort of angle. And so they're going to, what they're going to say might not always be the real way to help you. And so the best way to solve something is to try to work at it yourself, I would say. I would 100% agree with that. I'd also add on to the fact that I've been on these antidepressant drugs back when I was in the military and they were trying to treat me for these symptoms. And I just felt numb. I felt, I didn't necessarily feel good. I just didn't feel bad. And that's treating the symptom and not the problem. Because there's a problem. You're, there's inner turmoil going on. And that is why that's happening. Whether it's an identity issue, whether it's you just feel lost in your life, or you just, you have no purpose. I think as a man, you need to have a purpose. Whether that purpose is getting a job, starting a business, going to the gym, whatever it may be. There are steps, and the more you try to push that off and say, no, nah, I won't go to the gym, I'll just play video games, or no, nah, I won't go to the gym, or, I, I won't talk to girls, I won't do that stuff because I don't need to, I don't want to handle that rejection or, or anything like that, that you're stifling your growth. And going back to the symptoms, I think one of the huge symptoms of the culture changing is the fact that chivalry is dead, and in my opinion, women are the ones who killed it. Yeah, so... Adding on to that, like, you can't have feminism and equality along with chivalry. Because chivalry was get, it was created at a time when women were treated more like high-class property. And obviously, if you have property, you want to take good care of it. And that's kind of where that idea came from, of chivalry. And uh, so then once women have actually gained equality, which, again, equality is great. I think everyone's born... God-given rights, definitely. And so, you can't have special treatment, though, too. You can't, you know, be treated like a princess, but also, like, tell people what to do or be in a state. You can't be treated at an elevated stance when you're in the same ground as the person. You can't just have both, you know? So that's why I would definitely say feminism has killed chivalry. I think at the end, of the, I would agree with that. I'd also, I would preface the fact that we're not saying that women are property. We're talking about how, and day. yeah, historically, that's how women were viewed by the time back then. Mm-hmm. And as that time has changed, and as we have changed as a society, as a culture, as a people, those ideals have changed. And that isn't, that's not meant to degrade women. In fact, if you look historically, women were treated very well by, for the most part, especially in the upper classes. It really depended upon the money. Depends what country you're in. Yeah, it also, yeah, that also depends as well. You know, in my opinion, not all cultures are equal in that sense. 
There are multiple countries out there and cultures that oppress women. And, and my, I don't think America is one of them by any means or stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I know one guy who still believes that women are oppressed, which is a weird concept. If you if you look at divorce courts, you look at, like, shit, what's I'm looking for? Child support and stuff like that. They usually have the upper hand. So I don't understand how they be somehow oppressed. There's literally a National Women's Month. I don't see no National Men's Month. Hey, that's a great point. That's a fantastic point. Now, some may argue that, oh, they don't need a month. I mean, the whole year is a man's month. <laughs> the calendar was made by men. At the end of the day, the main problem is not what side you're on or what side you're not on. The main problem is that everybody's being divided and conquered. The more that we are divided as a culture, the more we're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I am a white, you know, Jewish man, or I'm a black man, or I'm a Chinese woman, whatever it may be. The more you put limit yourself to just your characteristics, the more that the power system doesn't have to fear you. Because if, especially if you live in America, we're supposed to be a, a country of the people. But if the people are not exercising their power and the government is not afraid of what the people can do, you know, that so-called toxic masculinity we were just talking about, that dominance, then they're going to do whatever they want and they're going to laugh all the way to their Swiss bank accounts. Yeah, I... The idea of toxic masculinity makes no sense because there's nothing inherently toxic about masculinity. There are things that men can do that can be toxic, but that's not toxic masculinity. That's just someone being toxic. It's just toxic behavior. Exactly. So you can't link an entire gender with being toxic, right? And uh, look at look at what some people have to say about toxic masculinity. I think it'd be very interesting. Well, by and large, well, here's the, okay, we're going to look up the definition. The definition of toxic masculinity, according to verywellmind.com, which is psychology, and they're talking about, I'll read it for you. It says, toxic masculinity refers to the notion that some people's idea of, quote, manliness, unquote, perpetuates dominance, homophobia, and aggression. Toxic masculinity involves cultural pre- um, pressures for men to behave in a certain way, and it's likely this affects all boys and men in some fashion. Look, I think at the end of the day, you could use any kind of definition to say, oh, manliness is no good or oh, femininity is no good. But every society needs both tox, both quote unquote toxic masculinity and femininity, because I don't believe that being manly is toxic. I don't think being dominant is toxic. The homophobia thing, that just sounds like it was shoehorned in there to fit an agenda. Homophobia is such a weird concept because it's not... Like, technically, by straight definition, homophobia means the irrational fear of the same, which doesn't make any sense. But, and again, it's not a fear or anything. And they say, they almost put as anything you disagree with them, homophobia, which is strange. Because, like, I have a friend who's just became recently trans, right? And he's my, he's been my friend for years, and I'm really good friends with that guy. And I may not disagree or I may, may not agree, sorry, with what he's doing, but he's still my friend. And he says you'll get an operation when he turns 18. And at that point, he's an adult, and he should be able to do what he wants to do. It's not the government's job to tell him whether he can or can't. Now, I think it's wrong to be pushing on children. People can't really get another ideal or other views on the situation. So it's just kind of strange. The idea of 
disagreeing with people and still being their friends is definitely a dying art. And I don't know why. I, that's a fantastic point. At the end of the day, questioning somebody is not hate. Hmm. You know, and being concerned for somebody is not hate. I think your example with your friend is very valid because people are concerned, especially with the educational system in many states saying, hey, you can go ahead. You got the green light to talk about this with kids and kids are kids. They don't get what's going on. They don't understand, hey, this could damage me forever. Hey, this isn't a, oh, if I don't like this, I can just go back to the way I was. That's (laughs) unfortunately, it's not that simple. And I think your friend is making a great example of, hey, this is how I feel right now, and I'm going to wait till I'm 18. I think that I think that should be mandated. That's my opinion. I mean, you can't get a tattoo until you're... Oh, is it 16 or 18 and you can't get a tattoo? I think it depends on the state, but usually it's 18. So, uh, who was it? Um, there was a guy running for president who mentioned this recently. Um, he's an Indian guy. You know what I'm talking about? No, I'm not. Like, it's like Vivek um, something. Oh, gosh, let me look this guy up. I forget what his name is. I know. He's a guy who's running for president. I know like a thousand Indian people. He's a he's an Indian guy. There he is. Um, oh goodness, I am so afraid to butcher this. Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy, dude, this guy, this guy is fantastic. I've listened to some of the things he says on MSNBC, CNN. <laughs> he was there right before Don Lemon got fired. Did you see that? No, I haven't. Oh, it's oh, it's hilarious. You definitely need to see it. But he he provides such good commentary on this, especially he brought up the your the argument you just brought up of if I can't get a tattoo till I'm eighteen, if I can't drink alcohol till I'm twenty one, why should I be able to chemically castrate myself or permanently alter my body or maim myself before I can get a tattoo or legally drink or vote or anything else and or drive a car? Like they've actually implemented new laws. I don't know if it's just in California, but um, but if someone, so say if a kid does find trans and their parents don't support that, the kid can get taken away from the parents by child protective services. Uh, it's like we're in it's like we're in Brave New World. I, <laughs> it's my friends. For those of you who know who Mark Karl Marx was, he hated the nuclear family. I think a lot of this could root back to, in my opinion, a lot of the. Democrats, the liberal, so-called liberals, and the woke culture is all about Marxism. They want to destroy the nuclear family at all costs. So they get rid of the father. They call him a toxic masculine, toxic masculine man. They promote, you know, women's empowerment, which in and of itself I don't think is bad. However, they take it too far. Where it's almost like being a lot of women that I've met, talked to, especially being at college, they equate being equal to men as in. I can do everything a man can. Well, I can't do everything a woman can do. Yeah. I, I can't do that. And just as they can't do everything that a man can, because we are different in some ways. And that's just the reality. I just don't know what rights, so women, you know, women's rights, right? What rights do they have that men don't? Everybody at this current moment has the same rights since 1963. Now, whether those have been enforced or not, I mean, because throughout the 60s, uh, even with the bill being passed, there's still, you know, a fight for black people to be able to vote. So like that, that's all cooled down. I mean, I feel like everyone at this point has equal rights. Uh, I can't think of a thing. I can't think of a single way people wouldn't, you know? And so at this point, if it's rights they're trying to achieve, they've already got it. So what's still going on at this point? That's a fair question. And if anybody wants to, 
I'm curious, what are y'all's thoughts on that question? What What is fourth wave feminism? What are they fighting for? I think first and second wave did a fantastic job of using Rockefeller money to get their rights to vote. Yeah, I didn't realize how much money the Kennedy family has. Yeah, that's a whole other topic that <laughs> could easily be discussed. But then again, we don't want to be sounding like Alex Jones. I mean, I, I respect some of the things he says, but... You don't know who he is? Oh, I'll have to show you to him at some point. But I, I, there's a saying that I was that I came up with a couple days ago where I've not heard anybody else say this. It's if you're one step ahead, you're smart. If you're two steps ahead, you're a genius. And if you're three steps ahead, you're mad. And a lot of the time when people thought, oh, this guy's a mad scientist. He's crazy. He's totally out of touch. It usually turned out to be right. He's just ahead of his time. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely different ways. Like, if someone, there are people that genuinely are kind of weird, and definitely that's more over here. Um, I've had friends that have messed with psychedelics and stuff, and um, if you have any amount over uh, three and a half grams of shrooms, or four, could be four, you're not guaranteed sanity. So, if someone does eat a buttfuck ton of shrooms, there's a good chance they could go insane. But I think because. It's a lot of that stuff messes with your brain. I mean, again, then again, I don't think it's the government's job to tell you you can't do it if you're an adult, but um, I think it's very interesting why. It kind of explains why people in California could potentially go crazy. Well, I mean, when it comes to drugs especially, I think it's sad that people in high school are dealing with a lot of drugs and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but it ties back into what you're talking about, pharmaceutical drugs, where at the end of the day, the the wolves, the people in charge, the people running the show, they want you to be numb. They want you to be dulled, you know, dummied up, not paying attention to what's going on. Because then you can be, a, you know, just a good little worker in the rat race that we were talking about earlier. And I know you got, I know you got to, you got to roll pretty soon. So do I, but we're going to, we'll wrap this up real quick with what, Here's here's something I'll ask you, Joe, since you're you're still a high school guy. So to any high school guys listening to this show, what advice would you give them if they're struggling with, hey, I got similar problems as him, but I don't know what's going on and I don't know what to do. What advice would you give them? People want to deuce. People want to talk shit. You should do something about it. Definitely start lifting. I think you just got to realize that what people say doesn't mean shit. Um, because what are they honestly going to do? They're going to think all they want. It's not actually going to change anything. And if they want to actually physically stop you, beat the shit out of them, man. Like, be your own person. Don't really give a shit what people are trying to say. Because in the end of the day, how are they going to stop you? Yeah, I would, I would say you never want to be the one to start the violence. But, like, you, you got to defend yourself. Yeah. You don't, don't be afraid to defend yourself. If any, any of you any of you have seen the movies where the, the little kid stands up to the bully... Bullying ain't gonna bull, you know, mess with them anymore. Yeah. I think it's a very real thing that a lot of people are afraid to do. Now, never, because if you initiate, you're always gonna be the bad guy. That's just how it works. And so, don't be the guy that initiates, but don't back down. Being dominant, don't be afraid to be dominant. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Because usually, if you don't, it gets worse. So, my friends, for those of you who've enjoyed the commentary, I appreciate y'all, I appreciate you being here. Of course, man, yeah, and maybe again, come again sometime. Absolutely. 
And for those of you who are, maybe you're younger, you listen to the show, you appreciated what we're talking about, you have your own thoughts, comments, critiques, concerns, you know, uh, whatever it may be, you can find me on Twitter. I know you're not on Twitter yet. So if you have any questions for Joe, you can direct them to my Twitter at Aussie Creed. I can answer questions as well. If If you want to support the show, you can find me on Twitter and on Twitter at Austin Creed, you'll see this little link I have that sends you directly to the podcast's website where there's a little donate button that sends you to the Patreon page that I have set up. So for those of you who like what you're hearing, want to support the show, because a lot of people wouldn't, a lot of people don't want to support this message we're talking about right now. A lot of people just want us to talk about, hey, did you see the ball game yesterday? Or, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, you know how great it is to be part of the LGBTQ plus community? Look, yeah. that's what most people want to talk about because it talks. it's good for the advertisement. It's good for the money. Look, we talk about the truth out here, and the truth doesn't always sell, unfortunately. Yeah, no one actually wants to hear the truth. I think people want to hear what they want to hear. They want to get numbed. They want to feel good. Everyone wants to feel good. And whether people feel good by hearing the same shit, telling them that they're right, Maybe they feel good from being on their own, having their own ideals and stuff. I think everyone wants to feel good. And so obviously that's why they want to hear their own message. I think, I don't know, I think we did a good job of kind of asking people what their perspective is and not just feeding them a direct message. Yeah, you never want to be afraid to be controversial. And you also want to, you don't want to do it for no reason. You want to talk about the truth. You want to bring up statistics, numbers, history. And I think we've done a good job of that today. Yeah. And so, ladies and gentlemen, if you appreciate the show, find me on Twitter at Aussie Creed. Direct your comments, concerns, criticisms there. Until next time, God bless you. God bless your family. And God bless America. We're out of here. Peace.